Good morning, beautiful people, and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is so exciting for us today as it is our first hybrid record, or it's our first hybrid gathering, and it's so exciting, and I'm so glad that you joined us here today. I'm Jill Ingalls, licensed practitioner for the Center Spiritual Living White Rock, this beautiful, inclusive group of people, this gathering. We are so glad you are here with us today. Please join me as we gather and take a moment and go within. And as I take this breath, I recognize the infinite life that it was right here, right here, right now. This living spirit that is at the center, at the center of each and every one of us. It is present everywhere and is always present. And each of us gather together today in community, this beautiful community joining together from all walks of life, expressing, loving, enjoying, learning. What a day to be together. Thank you for this day. And thank you, thank you for this beautiful spirit within us that expresses joy, it expresses love, it expresses peace that is alive in each one of us. So I take this living spirit and express it out into the world today. And it shows up in my words, in my thoughts, in my actions as joy, as love, as peace. What a celebration this life is. And I give thanks for this as I let go of these words to the law, the one that makes it so, and I let it be. And so it is. And we are at this wonderful time right now that I get to introduce the wonderful, the talented, the beautiful Linda Kidder. Oh. Linda? Thank you, Joe. string and that's the way I sound the wind is blowing steady in and out just like the way that I'm to breathe I am a wheel and I move up and down a finely crafted, cared-for machine. There's a three-dollar wind in the backyard today. And bees buzzing round in the garden. And you say I'm a butterfly ghosting through life. And you're an F-18 fighter I am the bird song and I am each day I am the sun upon my face 
My rhyme has reason in its own strange way. I am a wheel and I go round and round. I wonder what's to become of me. A child of nature dancing in her gown, and I'm free. There's a three-dollar wind in the backyard today, and the bee is buzzing round in the garden. You say I'm a butterfly coasting through life, and you're an F-18 fighter. I am a wheel, and I go round and round. I have a feel, and that's okay. I am a wheel and I go round and round and round and round. Oh, round and round and round and round and round and round and round. Thank you, Linda. That was absolutely beautiful. Yay. Yes, it was lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe you'd like to share with us what you're what you're working on right now. Ah, uh, well, um, we're doing a harmony arts show coming up a week Sunday. Oh, and where's that going to be? And that's in West Vancouver at John Lawson Park at noon. Oh, beautiful. Would you like to put that in the chat so we will know where to find you next week? Okay. For those that are interested in coming along with any of your contact information as well. Sure, I'll do that. Thank you so much, Linda. It's always a joy to have you with us. Oh, I agree. For me too. Thank you. As we begin our gathering today as settlers on this land, we are honored to live and operate on the traditional ancestral and unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples. We thank the first peoples who continue to live on these lands and care for them, along with the waters and all that is above and below. Thank you. CSL White Rock is an inclusive spiritual community and learning center. We teach spiritual principles and offer tools to use in all areas of life regularly and consistently. Our life flourishes and flows out of ease and grace when we practice these. And when we are going through difficult times, it is so wonderful to be able to fall back on these beautiful principles that help us guide through challenging times. Let's walk today together on this spiritual path and walk each other home and all the while transforming our lives and the lives of others. Thank you for being here with us today.
Wow, beautiful, Linda. Thank you so much. And this is, um, yeah, I'm overcome with emotion today. Seeing live people here and everybody on Zoom, thank you so much for playing with us today. And I know it's been a little bit of a rough start, but here we are uh, walking through this. And it is uh, so exciting. My name is Tamara Rossander. I'm the spiritual director here for Centers for Spiritual Living Light Rock. Um, for people who are new. And our mission here at CSL is to offer tools for transformation and authentic self-expression and conscious living. Our purpose is we create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment, collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. So today I'm gonna be using not the word God, I'm going to be using instead living spirit. I've been listening to our global um, leader, uh, Edward, Dr. Edward Belhune, and he's been using living spirit for the word God. And I've really liked that. And it seems to sit a little bit uh, better for me in my own body. And what I found that this week we're exploring our relationship with nature this month and so I don't want to keep reading. That's anyways. <laughs> it's so strange. I usually can cheat a little and have my notes right in front of me, but now everybody can see me looking at everything. But that's okay. So we're all of nature and the entire is the unseen and seen of the universe. It is nothing happens outside of spirit and how we can relate directly demonstrates how we relate to that living spirit. And every attribute and trait and quality we experience in nature all point to some aspect of the living spirit. So Ernest Holmes, um, who wrote The Science of Mind, he said in his book, Creative Mind, he said, just how it living spirit creates, we cannot know, and we need not to attempt to understand for whatever this process of creation is, we find it as an internal thought process. We should keep this in mind, that spirit makes all things out of itself. Everything comes into being without effort. And when we exert ourselves, we are not in accord with the creative spirit and the way it works. The impulse of the spirit to move must be caused by a desire to express what it feels itself to be beauty, form, color, life, love, power, all else we find in the manifest universe are attributes of spirit and are caused to spring into being through the word because the spirit wants to enjoy itself. And that's it got me thinking about nature and enjoying of itself. And I know for myself, whenever I'm in nature, that is usually when I'm the most calm or the most peaceful. And I was driving here thinking of, a, we just were attended a wedding a couple of weeks ago and the engagement that they did, the, the proposal part, it was so, he took her up on top of a mountain and they had a photographer, but the, a lot of times those things that we do in nature are those special moments. And it made me think of a time I was, um, I was at a retreat up in Hollyhock and that magical, mystical moment when I felt one with everything, 
was I was swimming in the ocean. It was at night and there was phosphorescence in the water. And then, of course, the universe provided a spectacular light show. There was a meteor shower. I, I still get, okay, I will use the word God. I get God bumps about that because it was just one of those moments where everything just seemed to stand still. And yet I knew there was something bigger and more out there than what was just here in this human form. So it was those moments that we think about of nature, when we can be still, know that there's something more and the connectedness of it. Um, I was reading Parker Palmer's book, um, On the Brink of Everything, and it's about aging, grace, gravity, and getting old. <laughs> Nobody likes to talk about getting old, <laughs> but I found it really interesting. He quoted um, a poem by, um, here it is here. It's called love. Love means to learn to look at yourself the way one looks at distant things. For you are only one thing among many. And whoever sees that way heals his heart without knowing it from various ills, a bird and a tree say to him, friend. Then he wants to use himself in things so that they stand in the glow of ripeness. It doesn't matter whether he knows what he serves, who serves best doesn't always understand. So in this, he's saying that the birds and the bees, even though we may not know who they are, the trees, they are still there supporting us. They are there to be with us and to help with us. So how are we treating the earth? How are we each individual person taking a look around and, and working through to, to help planet earth? And what can we do to embrace the, the nature of the, the world? And what I was thinking today too, is Jill so beautifully put the Indigenous Land Acknowledgement. I, some people, you know, for me, I think it's important to acknowledge how we tend the earth and what are we doing to move forward to help with that. So I'm gonna put a, at the end, I'll put in the chat or I'll get to maybe to put in the chat, August 15th in South Surrey at Blackie Spit, they're doing a, gar the city of Surrey is doing a garbage collection. So I thought how fun if our community got together and we could do that. I, I went on the website and I couldn't find the time exactly, but I thought that is something that we can contribute back and then where we can go. So taking care of the earth. And Carl Jung said, who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakens. But he said, what happens if we read this from an open at the top? As uh, Ernest Holmes always said, we're always open at the top. New ideas, new things can always happen and come through. He said, who looks inside awakens to the truth of their being, which allows them to look outside and take action to manifest and build the dreams and visions they hold sacred. A relationship with nature, while being a unique and vital and rewarding relationship, will be superficial if we do not see and appreciate the intrinsic value of nature as it exists in our own very lives. If I do not see the beauty within, how my body communicates it with itself, then how do I fully appreciate 
how the trees are talking to us or how the birds or the sun, the roses, the flowers, and what I experience out in nature. Even sometimes it's the wind. I was lucky enough to be in Kelowna this last weekend and floating on the lake. And it was just that, that moment, you know, you're just floating there and the water's cool, but there's the wind and just appreciating those moments. <clears throat> it may never be as wonderful as it is until I meet where truly it is and love nature for what it is. I know I have a few quotes today, but I was reading when it, so going back to the indigenous um, land acknowledgement, I was thinking about a writer, uh, Richard Wagamese, um, Embers, and he talks about, and I just love that it was just so perfect to me. He said, we live because everything else does. We live because everything else does. He says, I've been considering the phrase, all my relations for some time now. It's hugely, it's important. It's our saving grace in the end. It points to the truth that we are all related, that we are all connected and that we all belong to each other. He said, the most important word is all, not just those who look like me, sing like me, dance like me, speak like me or pray like me, all my relations. That means every person, just it means every rock, mineral, blade of grass, and creature. We live because everything else does. If we were to choose collectively to live that teaching, the energy of our change of consciousness would heal each of us and heal the planet. And isn't that what we're here to do? By healing ourselves, doing our practice, doing our own work inside, again, it takes that moment and that it ripples out into everywhere else. And as more that we would Diane's lovely meditation today, feeling that love and joy right in here, if we can bring that calm and practice that each day, how will we move throughout the world? I know that's the last week I talked about doing a random act of kindness for somebody. And again, that is the peace of it. So if I'm at peace and I'm able to move out into the world and share that peace with others, we never know how it might affect. I had somebody email me after and they made a call to somebody because of that. And they said it changed that person's day. So again, and it's whether it's nature, whether we you know, see that piece of garbage on the ground and do we pick it up or do we just walk by? Do we see somebody struggling? Do we stop or do we just walk by? And I think that is where each of us, need, nobody needs to do anything, but the thing is that each of us, if we can contribute in some small way in a baby step even, that we can start making that consciousness shift, the joy of it all. I like the other uh, thing he said, he said every year, once spring is sprung, my world regains proper proportion because baseball is back. And I thought, oh, okay, what is this about? And he goes, but I love the central metaphor of the game. All of us helping each other to make it home. All of us helping each other to make it home. Funny how a game can teach us so much about life. It's beautiful. And that is one of our central tenets of Centers for Spiritual Living is that we are each here walking each other home. 
So how do we how do we help each other in nature? How do we relate to the stars? That the talk title is "We Are Star Stuff," and it's that knowing that whatever is in the stars of the universe is exactly within us. Every atom has a consciousness. And we are made up of billions and billions of atoms going through. So we are all connected to each other biologically, to the earth, chemically, and to the rest of the universe automatically. This is an astrophysicist who said that. As I like these, there is another astrophysicist who said, we are part of this universe. We are in this universe. But perhaps more important than both of these facts is the universe is in us. Neil deGrasse Tyson, American astrophysicist. So the astrophysicists are seeing that connection, that oneness that is there and how each of us are so interconnected. And, you know, my husband laughs sometimes because we were at a camp one time with the kids and we were talking to rocks. He was like, okay, Tamara, you've gone too far. But <laughs> sorry, Tony, get thrown under the bus when you're here. And <laughs> but it was good because the children sat and they just listened. Whether they heard something or they made something up that they heard, it didn't really matter because that was them communing with nature. And I know our dear friend Georgia loves to go out and hug trees. Or and I I think, Linda, you're always in nature as well and doing your walks along the ocean or in the forest. But those are the times that we can look and see that there's something bigger than us. It's there. And that energy that we can get from the trees and from talking to them. And it's interesting, the trees, their root system, they talk to each other as well. There says that the roots go down and they communicate underneath the ground to each other. I thought that was really amazing that they can talk even underneath. Or you think of the, the way the whales, the song of the humpback, and they're going through the water and they can send out uh, a message, message out through. So there's so much here to think about, but I don't want to go. But this week, you know, I'm encouraging all of us to Think about what can we do, ways that we can explore and enhance and nurture our relationship with the living spirit, and that is nature. How Not everyone's a tree hugger or a dog lover, though I find that hard to believe, <laughs> but okay, we'll add cat lover in there too, or the toes in the sand kind of person, but not everyone needs to be. It's the goal is to explore ways that work for each of you and, and to expand our appreciation of nature. So maybe that's going to uh, an aquarium or learning about oceanic life or the ecological balance and what we can do to support it. Maybe it's even taking that moment to stargaze and just lie on your porch or lie on the grass and just be one with the earth. I know that's when I, again, just that grounding, I can run out and if I'm feeling really stressed, I can even just run out into my backyard, plant my bare feet in the grass and all of a sudden it just calms me right down. And thinking about those lights that we see, those, those suns of those stars, 
that they burned out billions of years ago, yet their lights still shine brightly each night, remembering that all that matters, matters. And how can we honor and celebrate the divine and all the parts of nature? I'd like to end with a, I'll end with a prayer, but the other poem that I would like to, to read is by Mary Oliver. She says, when I'm among the trees, when I am among the trees, especially the willows and the honey locust, equally the beech, the oaks and the pines, they give off such a hint of gladness. I would almost say that they save me and daily they save me. I am so distant from the hope of myself in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world, but walk softly and bow often. Walk softly and bow often. Around me, the trees stir in their leaves and call out, stay a while. The light flows through their branches and they call again. It's simple, they say. And you have to come into the world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light and to shine. Be filled with light and shine. That is what each of us are called to do. So knowing that we live because everything else does. And what can we do this month, this next little while, to walk softly on this earth and take care and honor the traditions that have gone before us and gone behind us. I didn't keep track of my time today. How am I doing too? <laughs> Good. We'll take it into, it's 1130, so we'll take it into prayer. So today, this is what I know. I know that there is this one life, this one love, this one universal spirit that is operating in, through, and as each of us right here, right now. That this one love, this divine wisdom, the nature of the earth, of the air, of the wind, it is all in each of us. There is no separation. There is no duality. It is only pure love. And as today we walk through and maybe look at a tree a little differently, we look at each person that we come across as through the eyes of the living spirit, that we know there is this one life and we're each part of it. And maybe rather than kicking that rock, we gently move it to the side that may be in our way, but maybe it may not. It is all love. It is all peace. It is all harmony. So today I claim this harmony of nature, this harmony of the world, that if each of us just walks through that door of harmony and knowing that we are here to shine brightly, we are here to express spirit in our human form, knowing that we are one with that divine light, that divine love, the joy that is there. 
I release these words to the law of mind in gratitude. My heart is full. I release, I let go, and I ask you to join me in saying, and so it is. Okay, the law of circulation. Let's think about gratitude and what feeds us, what gives us the nurturing. We want to give to what gives us the nurturing. Because the law of circulation is in constant movement, giving and receiving. The more good that is given, the more good that is received as a demonstration. This is how the law works. The richness and abundance of life naturally unfolds as our, as our experience. And for this, I am deeply grateful. If you wish to join me, I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of gratitude, all the beautiful, beautiful life experience, all the beautiful things that this living spirit provides in our lives. When thinking of gratitude, I recognize the unlimited love and spiritual abundance that is available to all of us. As we continue to learn to grow and live by this beautiful teaching, we become more and more aware that we are living expressions of the divine and always divinely guided to more and to be more. Life becomes richer and richer as our hearts open in our journey of self-discovery. With an open, loving heart, we give thanks for all the gifts that life continuously demonstrates in our lives. And so it is. If you wish, please join me in demonstrating gratitude by making a donation to CSL White Rock. If you choose to give regularly, please join our committed giving program. All information can be found in the chat. And for those of you in the audience, I'm sure there is a board members present or Tamara that can give you the information for donating. <laughs> 